in the podcast universe this is gayish the podcast that suffers from a severe case of postpartum gayness <laughs> had a baby and now i'm queer no 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 i i was the baby oh i'm mike johnson i'm kyle Getz. we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality and today we're going to talk about soccer uh, for non-usicans football football so this is going to be super annoying when we call it soccer for the rest of the time but that's we're, we're just doing what we're told yeah that's right we're recording in the united states of america and we say soccer even though everybody else says football because when you say football in america we think you mean those idiots that wear helmets and just like the metric system like your way makes way more sense because it literally is a like you playing ball with your foot but yeah i don't know you don't really use your feet much in f- our football. Yeah, it, but like the throwy pointy ball game didn't really catch on as much. Yeah, but first. But first. Uh, I have a couple of updates. Okay. So Aaron Salazar, Oh, I didn't realize, I mean, in the movies or on TV, like somebody's in a coma and then they come out of the coma and then they're just like dancing around and yeah, they go yeah, home yeah. and life is grand. Unless you're in um, Uma Thurman in uh, Kill Bill, in which case you kill everyone you kill everyone but also she had a hard time she woke up well she did still open her eyes but then she had to like get her feet to not be atrophied anyway that's not what how what's he uh here's the latest from the family hello everyone it's been over a month since aaron was found we are sorry for the lack of updates but it has been a slow period of time also dude family yeah you're fine yeah (laughs) you know like (laughs) if we're being, but that, that's very sweet of them but yeah, it's, yeah you have somebody to take care of and it's not us yeah uh aaron has been understandably resting and healing he is still not conscious but we do have one new update aaron was able to chew an ice chip and swallow huh. and we are working for him to be able to eat a whole ice cube we have been working for aaron's case for justice and unfortunately there has been no response from amtrak still we are trying to contact the Senate to get a hearing with Amtrak and hopefully get them to open their investigation to the FBI. As always, we are eternally grateful, uh, Austin, who is one of the family members. So this kind of coma, at least, like that's that's like huge progress. Like, oh, he had huh. an ice chip. We're going to try ice cubes soon. Yeah. Like that just shows how painstakingly slow recovery can be. And it's not at all like it is on TV. And he, he's still considered in a coma, even though he can do that was my question last time. So he can still do those things, but he's still in a coma. Yes. Or recovering from a coma. Oh, you didn't find that answer. That's fine. It, I mean, it's not in the update, right? There have been no new news stories. I've been keeping track of news stories. This oh, is really? just like the only updates are coming from the family now. And, oh. They haven't said. I just expected some detailed analysis of coma states and what they include, but I guess, I guess that's fine. We'll just keep going, wondering. Uh, look, graduation was June. I haven't even gotten my diploma in neuroscience yet. So, <laughs> I'm going to try to use this line next time you ask me something. Great. Hey, oh wait, hey Mike. Hmm. Hey Kyle. What does penultimate mean again? I forget. <laughs> you forget. For the second to last time or the last time? <laughs> you got so many. I was like, didn't even care. But lots of people are very, I think it was because it was the first time. Maybe the first time I was right. So many all caps messages. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone knows how much I love to feel dumb. So 
You- Good job. <laughs> okay, next. Uh, Tom Daly and Dustin Lance Black. Happy baby. Have a baby. I was going to say happy birthday, but that's not what happened. They just had a baby. They announced the birth of their son. Oh, it did get born? Robbie Ray Black Daly. Okay. Ro- Robbie Ray Black Daly. They used a surrogate, and they don't know which of them is the father, which I think is adorable. Oh, they they did the old jizzer mixer? Yep. Okay. They had, made, a, made a jizz shake. Mm-hmm. And Drank put, some of it, put some of it in a lady. Yep. Yep. And uh, they had an egg from a donor. Okay. That's not their surrogates. So she's just gestating the baby or gestated the baby because she gave birth. Yeah. Great. Um, There's something about why is it that when straight couples have babies, you don't ask. You just assume they had it naturally unless they've told you otherwise. But you don't know that for sure. But then with gay people, you're like, how did you make that? Like, even I want to know. Did that baby come out of you? I want to know where the baby came from or how they did it. Maybe just because it's so new. So get this. I didn't realize until reading this article, heterosexual celebrities, including Kim Kardashian, Tyra Banks, Jimmy Fallon, Elizabeth Banks, Lucy Liu, and Sarah Jessica Parker have all used surrogates (laughs) without any criticism. But now... Or like even... I thought... I just assume Kim Kardashian gave birth to the whatever the ripoff of Blue Ivy is. Slightly less blue ivy, <laughs> teal ivy. That that was um, Beyonce's and Jay Z's baby name. Oh. I don't remember what their something facing due west. I forget what their name is. Anyway, like it's yeah, just I, interesting that like yeah, the I think some of these issues surface when it's gay people, even though it still applies to straight people, but people just forget that. Yep, yep. Oh. Uh, and and they've gotten a bunch of backlash and hate mail, of course, from people who have nothing better to do than shit on gay people. Um, their uh, Mumsnet, I don't know what Mumsnet is, but Mumsnet user The Real Posey Parker branded the pair, quote, vile, entitled men, if you ask me, while another called another user called them wankers and misogynist, selfish, non-law-abiding men who got around UK law to rent an American woman's body, who are now audaciously shouting it from the rooftops like it is exemplary behavior. So one, one part of it, it was an American surrogate because you can't do that in the UK. Hmm. Um, and so now they're criminals because they just went to where they could do that the worst thing that i've read so far was uh it's so sad to take a baby from its mother like that how brutal sad it's so offensive to women and mothers the way these two men are carrying on too, renting a womb like that and buying a baby was that a tweet from donald trump (laughs) (laughs) um we anyway i maybe i don't want to focus on the negative it's bullshit (laughs) i'm happy for them i'm happy for their baby i'm happy for Gay stuff. Yay, babies. And your bullshit is bullshit. Your bullshit is bullshit. That's awesome for them. And last, but certainly not least... Wait, we're not going to talk any more about mixing your jizz together. I mean... We're just leaving it right there? We should, I guess. I don't know. Like, what do you mix it with? Like, how does that work? Do you get a spoon? You know, do you get a... Or do you each jizz in a separate cup and then the doctor, like, puts them both behind his back and says to the lady, <laughs> choose one. He does the, like... <laughs> the switcheroo the shell The thing game. where you, like, yeah. <laughs> like, puts, like, two cups over it and, like, at a, like, a baseball game where you have to guess which one Oh, there's one a the third one? And yeah. they, they pick the one that has neither, then they don't get a they, baby? No baby. Which <laughs> is, like, a ghost baby. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, all anyway, right. <laughs> I don't know how that works. If somebody knows how that works, write us and let us know. Yeah. Uh, lastly, uh, Miss Universe <gasps> Spain. I, s- I saw this. Um, so Spain just crowned their Miss Universe, who then moves on to the Miss Universe pageant. But Miss Universe Spain is trans. 
Angela Ponce. Ponce. What's Spanish for P-O-N-C-E? Ponce. Ponce. Angela Ponce. 26. Uh, beat off competition from 22. <laughs> this is the worst sentence ever. Beat off competition from 22 other finalists to triumph at the contest in Tarragona. This is six years after Miss Universe was opened to trans contestants, which I didn't even realize that that was a thing that had happened, much less that this is the first time that it's been, like, fruitful. <laughs> Mike, these, I love all these words. Let's keep going. Um. So, yeah. that's And she's gorgeous. Of course she's gorgeous. She's Miss Universe Spain. Yeah. But that's all I have. That's okay. the Mike Reads the News portion of today's broadcast. <laughs> Do you think... Instead of doing work, you could just like pull up pink news and just read the first three things instead. Yeah. Just like read them verbatim and that could be a podcast. How do you know I didn't do that? Good point. <laughs> I think I think you could just be like literally read news and people would tune in just to listen to your voice. Yeah. Um, I love listening to me. <laughs> I've of course, you. other people love it too. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, one thing I wanted to pull from our listener mailbag tweet bag you want to juggle their sweet sweet sack and (laughs) pull out some goodness (laughs) and i've uh extracted a fine specimen Mm -hmm. um no this is just one of my uh shout outs to uh natalie sent us a message on twitter uh it was a dm so i again i don't like want to call out natalie is uh, living at home uh, I think graduating soon and going off to college. So she'll be able to be a little bit more herself, but for right now is closeted. And she said, quote, being closeted and unaccepted sucks sometimes, but your podcast keeps me laughing at work and makes my whole situation seem a little lighter. So one that's incredibly sweet and it's so nice to get those things, but also something I, it's really weird to say this. I weirdly like, I don't want anyone to be in the closet. That sucks. I weirdly like people that are reminding us of being in the closet because yeah. I constantly, you know, I'm thinking about all my shit that I have going on. You know, I forget about, it takes me back to those times where I was living at home, being closeted, what that felt like, Yeah, you know? So it's, it's helpful to have those kinds of reminders to put myself back in those places and just be like, Natalie, like shit, like shit is going to get so great. Oh my God, you're going to... You're going to go to college and get all the pussy. You're, I don't... Yes, pussy or dick or the in-betweens. Like, you'll you'll just... Or or everything at the same time. It's just going to... Oral, be, anal, vaginal. Ear hole. Wherever you want it. Nose blasting. Nose blasting. Titty munching. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you... Like, it's just going to be so... Well, aside and aside from the sex thing, like, it'll make meaningful connections with people over deep intense directions but like like pussy (laughs) he'll just get to eat it like a chinese dinner um (laughs) okay natalie we love you thank you for letting us know the reason i i mean i eat like i sit alone and just shame and just like go well it's it's more about like just going to town on this Mm. like delicious thing so like that's what i anyway don't ask me how to eat a vagina because i don't um okay (laughs) Do you want to talk about soccer? Let's talk about soccer. Sure. Okay. You're going first. Okay. Uh, soccer. Have you been paying it all attention to the World Cup? Uh, just a little bit. I'm going to Russia next week, and we'll be gone for three weeks. And it overlaps with the World Cup, which is in Russia for like five days while I'm there. But I'll be on the East Coast traveling west, and I think it'll be gone before I get to any of the cities that 
are involved. Oh, that's good. So it won't yeah. be like nuts. Did you like plan that or or think about that when traveling? No, I didn't know fucking anything about soccer. <laughs> <Yeah>, I <it's> just, <laughs> just throwing it out there. Yeah, this is also a good time to say you'll be gone, but we'll still have episodes through yep. magic of we can record whenever the fuck we want. Yeah. <laughs> and may have some surprise, surprises along the way. Uh, June 10th through 30th, I will be playing in Vladivostok at the gulag that they're going to throw me into for being gay you said i think i get the gist of it because of context context clues yeah but okay i'm gonna tell you about mexico okay mexico what texas wanted to be before it grew up wait (laughs) (laughs) mexico the place texas was so awful it removed itself from (laughs) No, I think Texas just stole it. Anyway, okay. I'm going to tell you about Mexico because they got in trouble. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. Did you? Yeah. Um, they So in the, their first game in the World Cup, this World Cup, uh, Mexico got fined. The Mexican team got fined because fans were shouting an anti-gay slur. Chanting it. Chant, shouting it? Chanting it? Chanting. Chanting it. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't just one dude saying puta. It was like oh. they were chanting it. Oh, this is important. They said puto, puto. which is, a, is the male version. Um, okay, and it's appa- apparently a really common phrase, like so common that it sounds like people chant that, like in the trains on the way. Like we might chant whatever we. I, I should not have gone into. Let me tell you an example to use as an analogy. Whatever we chant for a sport thing in preparation shit <laughs> my metaphor is falling apart your sportsing is so sea- sporty seahawks we might go see and then hawks that's the most unoriginal chant anymore yeah anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, you know as, as a way to like gear up for the game i don't know why people do that it's so dumb stop yelling um but, but what, they what does puto mean puto interesting you ask okay so one of the articles said it meant uh m- uh, male prostitute is the translate. So puta, like puta madre, mm-hmm. that's... Um, Your mom's a whore. A bitch. Uh, so it's like the male version of that. Mm-hmm. And um, in the website SpanishDict.com... Oh, God, okay. I had to very specifically pronounce that. Dict. Your diction was very good. The uh, Puto means fag. That's one of the like colloquial meanings. Mm-hmm. And the example... Of the sentence, you know, the sentence where they tell you what the thing means. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Use yeah. it in a sentence. Okay, I'm going to do it in Spanish because apparently I'm sexier that way. Ojalá los aficionados mexicanos dejarán de gritarles putos a los porteros rivales. I just came. Go ahead. <laughs> is your dog still under the table? <laughs> That's unfortunate. So what that means is I hope the example sentence this website used was, I hope that the uh, Mexican fans stop shouting puto at the rival goalies that was the example sentence this is problematic (laughs) it's like okay one that guy sucking dick is a puto but like yeah also (laughs) like that's not a good example sentence in general because you could literally replace that with any word and it doesn't help you right like the yes he said puto like that doesn't tell you what that word means (laughs) anyway that aside it's apparently that common. <laughs> the dictionary used that. Um, so, of course, in one of the articles, they said that fans fans who uh, chant puto are not using it in the way that means any of that. They're using it in the more generalized meaning. 
coward. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. Well, and yeah. also, like, that doesn't make it better. You know, like, when if people are like, no, 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 I'm not saying fag is an insult. I'm like... Or like, I mean it like a British cigarette. You, you can't get mad at me. Oh, well, you, one, you definitely don't. Mm. The, I mean, you, no one in America says fag to mean a cigarette. Right. Unless you're... And none of those fans are saying it to mean coward either. They mean fag. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Even if they did mean coward, like the connection of wor- a word that means something derogatory to gay people and coward, like relating those two. Yeah. It doesn't actually matter, like, regardless of which way, it's not great. Yeah. Um, so FIFA... Uh, you know what, Kyle? What? I think that it's because of Mexican soccer fans. We need to build that wall. <laughs> Keep Mexicans. Is that what Trump meant all along? He was just like, I want soccer to be more respectable. Let's put up a wall until they stop being derogatory to faggots. They're sending us their soccer fans, their putos. Yeah, they're... we got to bo- stop it. They're, they're smuggling in their soccer balls. <laughs> They're passing soccer balls all the way throughout our country, and we just need to stop it and regulate the soccer market better. Yep. Great. Preferably while their kids are in cages. <laughs> yes, that why? They're like, we need the U.S. team to do kind of okay, so we're going to put your good soccer players <laughs> into cages. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so FIFA uh, uh, fined Mexico $10,000, which outs... The country? The soccer team. <laughs> and if we but... find them enough, we'll finally have the money to build the wall. We only need about 50,000 more fines. Keep saying puto. <laughs> no, they find the Mexican team. Okay. Whatever that is called. Oh, man. If you actually like soccer, go listen. I'm just, I don't usually advocate that you turn this off, but just do it because it's going to be so fucking annoying. I feel like soccer people care about soccer, like a whole, whole bunch. Yeah. Soccer fans are kind of crazy. They're internationally crazy. Yes. They're even crazy in the United States. So can you fucking imagine? I feel like, well, it's like in in South America when like their team loses. So they light their town on fire. Yeah. 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 (laughs) They're like, we're going to start over. (laughs) This hasn't been working. Um, No. So uh, out sports, which I really like um, for coverage of uh, LGBT sports information. So one of the co-founders of out sports, whose name I assume is pronounced Sid because CYD. Yeah, that Sid. can't be like Kaid. <laughs> anyway, um, he said the fine is so low it underscores that FIFA doesn't care. They've right. been fined dozens of times for the same thing. Um, uh, FIFA got pressure in anticipation of the Russian uh, World Cup to put in these rules. So they put in rules where the referees are supposed to stop the game if an anti-gay uh, slur is being chanted and announce over the sorry this, this is a good rule but they're supposed to announce over the pa system like i don't know what like may i have your attention please stop with the puto <laughs> may i have your attention stop being a dick you <laughs> faggots <laughs> um and so they didn't actually do that like they didn't stop the game or do an announcement yeah. because of that and it's it's crazy what the fact that they are finding them money and have dozens of times for a sport that people care so much about and are so passionate about and would do anything for the fact that you can't stop chanting faggot to save your team money. Yeah. Yep. 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 It like shows you how it's like in the order of importance of things. They just 
care about shouting faggot way more. It's an interesting situation, right? Because they find the team, and how is the team supposed to stop their fans' f- behavior? Right. Well, the like, uh, Kaid said that Sid. S- oh, right, Mister um, Vicious. So what uh, Sid said is that the only way to stop it is to one stop the game. Like they should literally do what the new rule they've been told, and if it keeps going, make the fans leave the stadium and have Mexico play to an empty stadium. Ooh, that's harsh. Which I was going to go with like, give a whole flock of pocket gays some tasers and set them loose. (laughs) Oh my God. That would be incredible. (laughs) Anyone who says faggot just gets like a little tiny gay. That's like, yep. And then they get to pee on him for some reason. He'd like it. Um, (laughs) which one? They both would. Yeah, probably. Um, it just warms you up. <laughs> it's like a security blanket, but in the liquid form. <laughs> Water sports. Water sports. Um, yeah, that's like a bold. That's a bold approach. Yeah. <laughs> kicking everyone out. Yeah. But I mean, he's right. Like, uh, the, apparently, a, a couple of soccer players have tried to get everyone to stop saying that, but clearly hasn't worked. And I don't think uh, people actually care that soccer is a little bit. Or a lot of it anti-gay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have some better news? Not really. I mean, okay, I, I, I'll, I'll talk about my World Cup stuff now. Okay. Um, I was going to do it in a different order, but this is a good segue. Hmm. Uh, Whenever we say segue, do you think of a segue? No. Because I do. Oh. Okay. Glad we cleared that up. Now you will. Good segment. Good segue. So leading up to the World Cup in Russia... First of all, FIFA chose Russia. Yeah, the fact that they can, or like, didn't the Olympics choose like Sochi, Russia? No, what? Um, they chose what is it, Qatar? Like super anti-gay place? Oh well, so 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 they chose Russia, and then the next one, the twenty twenty two World Cup, is going to be in Qatar, which still outlawed gay sex is still illegal. They mm-hmm. still have a sodomy law on the books, so. It's okay to be gay in Russia, quotes around okay, um, as long as you don't propagandize in favor of the homosexual lifestyle. But if the police show up and you're butt-fucking a dude, that's not illegal. They're not going to arrest you for that. Mm. I assume you mean in your home. In the privacy of your own home, right. So at least in Russia, gay sex is okay. Just don't carry around a rainbow (laughs) or say gay is awesome or yeah. or snap your fingers and say fabulous yeah yeah and and they're, they're really very aggressive i guess about what they call support for the gay lifestyle and that's how they're treating a lot of people pretty badly mm. like is playing your beyonce too loud moving the homosexual agenda yes. forward yes yes of course it is hundred so, percent so they put you in jail yeah anyway so fifa clearly didn't care too much about lgbt rights if they're like hey all of these western european countries that are super supportive of gay people and are going to have a lot of pink money coming Mm -hmm. with the world cup let's send them to russia who's actively fighting against gay people yeah and then the next one after that let's make it even worse let's send them to this place where if they get caught having sex they'll get killed Mm. anyway it's fantastic um (laughs) what (laughs) it's fantastic just I've gotten to this point where shit is so fucked up in the world that I just can't handle any more fucked upness. Like, mm. it's like, like your fucked up quotient has already been met. So it's like, I, 
I just can't. I've met my deductible. I, find, <laughs> I just can't. Every day I turn on the news, I'm like, oh, what has dipshit McGee done today? <laughs> and like, it just hurts. It just hurts. Like, I can't, my sense of peace and rightness with the world is so beat down. Like, all I can do is just kind of shrug it off. It's yeah. become normalized, which we were told not to do. Yeah. Don't normalize this because it's not okay. It's happened. I'm like so just like fucked up as the new normal now. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So it, to answer to my question, no, you're not going to pick us back up. No. Which is fine. Like what? Obviously, I think they should pick a place that is down with the the gays. But I think part of it is like your fans cannot. If your fans don't feel comfortable going to a country because they might be thrown in jail just for fucking each other in a hotel like or like maybe even the players might like i don't know and like it's like one of those things where like i like this thing so much that i don't care that it's homophobic so i'm gonna do it anyway although if you had told me that anything anything would stop hardcore nfl fans from supporting their teams and going to games three years ago i i would have said absolutely not they'll fucking do it no matter what there's so much money they're so rabid about their team nothing is going to dent that and now like like viewership and ticket sales are down in the whole industry over this black people kneeling during the anthem thing oh right if in america if black people do a thing then we'll boycott (laughs) but if it's about something (laughs) pro-gay then no one gives a shit this is america yeah don't you just get in my... Yeah, don't. don't do no, that. no, 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 I shouldn't. Yep. Okay. <laughs> no, we are both too white to do any part of that song. Well. um, So I did I did want to say that the, the World Cup, they're in the middle of the World Cup right now over in Russia. And apparently already a French gay couple has been sent to the hospital. Um, They were beaten outside of the stadium. And Ismet Gaidarov and Rasul Magomedov were identified as the alleged attackers and were arrested. Well, that's at least good that they were arrested. I wouldn't have expected that. Pride in Football, an LGBT activist group, also revealed that it had received threats saying that any gay fans who showed up for the World Cup would be stabbed. Shit. Yeah. Let's, so let's all go to Russia. Oh, like you were doing. I'm going to go scout it out. Yeah? Yeah. And Just then I'm going to find... Do a little preview? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to grease the wheel. I'm going to lube up the hole. You're gonna, I'm gonna rub up all of Russia. Yep. Wow, it's a bold task you're undertaking. Thank you. Are you gonna? Okay, this is a real question. Are you gonna like try to hook up or go to gay clubs? So, uh, okay, no. <laughs> okay, but uh, in Moscow there are a couple of permanent gay clubs that um, only occasionally get raided by police, <laughs> and um, I have uh, a friend of mine. Who lived in Moscow for a while, and he is gay, and said, "You're going to be fine, and mm. you can go to the clubs. That's safe. It like never, n- nothing bad ever happens. But not outside of Moscow, and not outside of like this handful of clubs. Mm. So I'm debating. I'm debating. I feel like I kind of owe it to myself to at least go check it out, like dip a toe in. Yeah, d- just a little toe blasting. Yeah. Um." <laughs> But go have a vodka and go home? I don't know. I don't know. Well, okay. <laughs> um, I want to talk to you about the stereotypes of soccer. 
Stereotypes. Stereotypes. They're a type of stereo. Stereotypes. Ding. Okay, so I was just like looking up things and, and a big thing that people said that I didn't, I mean, I guess made sense why this is a stereotype, but is that soccer is for women. Oh. Especially in the U.S. because like, especially compared to football, compared to basketball, it's less contact, not as fast. I think because American audiences are stupider. So they like basketball, they just run back and forth and keep shooting things. And it's like someone's always scoring a point. So like the combined scores of like 200 and something are not uncommon. Yeah. Yeah. Versus like a long uninterrupted game where only a few goals get scored. Like I think of, I thought of that of like, uh, stereotypical straight dudes love action movies because like they get to see an explosion and boobs every like yeah. switching off yeah. um but in soccer they have to see shirtless dudes and <laughs> like longer you have to really understand it it's like a drama it's like a a drama that they don't like it's just like oh this is so boring nothing's happening you're like no but it's intense in the conflict and but they don't get it yeah i, I mean i don't get it but well that's less about like it's not that you <laughs> instead like football (laughs) you know it's just like all of um Mm. and weirdly enough there's another stereotype that women can't play soccer so like one is it's too feminine and Mm. the other is but women can't play it they aren't as good i mean i think that's common across any sports is that women can't play that sport or not as good are those maybe coming from different places, those stereotypes? Like, are these are these American thoughts on soccer? Are these, like, worldwide thoughts on soccer? Because I think I think soccer in, in like, Latin American countries are really very much wrapped up in machismo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Masculine energy. The Yeah, maybe it is, like, more of a U.S. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Like, it's more of a U.S. thing that we think it's for women. Because, like, every other country, it's, like, the most popular sport. Um, There's actually a... St- study it's called girls should cook rather than kick female soccer players under stereotype threat so this was a study put together by herman and volmeyer and what they did is study a group of girls and measured how well they dribbled the ball and then showed they separated the girls showed one group one article another group another article one article was about how Girls can't play soccer. Another article was just about the growing popularity of soccer. So that was like the control. So the girls that were exposed to the stereotypes about girls can't play soccer took longer to dribble than the girls that just had the... You just keep saying dribble and it's disgusting. <laughs> what What does it make you think of? It makes me think of dribbling. What do you... In, explain what like you your think Like your juices that? coming out of you. Okay, see, I think that makes you gay because <laughs> i think if other people heard dribbling they'd think basket american they would think basketball mm-hmm. don't like double dribble mm-hmm. man the last time i double dribbled <laughs> okay never mind um yeah but it's really interesting that like stereotypes can make themselves true yeah, by yeah, being yeah. said loud enough to the people that they're stereotyping yeah like girls are bad at math i think there's lots of, of information out there that shows that they're not, but it's so prevalent of a thing that they think that they're supposed to be, mm. <laughs> which sucks. Like, why have we done that to girls? Like, STEM, female minds are brilliant, and yet we sort of dissuaded girls from studying 
math, engineering, science. Yeah. With these totally bullshit ideas that they just aren't as good at it. Yeah. Prime example, Lindsay Lohan in the um, the documentary Mean Girls right. is really good at math, but has to pretend to be mad to get the boy that she wants, Aaron Samuels. Yep. Gruel. Yep. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to talk to you about Robbie Rogers. Okay. Do you know who Robbie Rogers is? A uh, soccer player, I a, assume. A soccer player. A retired soccer player. But he played as a winger and as a left back. I don't know what those positions are, what they mean, or what they do. Oh, I do. You do? Yeah. Do you want to explain it to me? I don't know what a winger is. Okay. Left back, there's like front, mid, center, or front, mid, back, and then there's left, mid, center. Okay. What if you're... Sorry. I said that wrong. Left, center, right. So like mid, center, hardest job. You have to like kind of be... Especially in an orgy. (laughs) Or is that the easy shot? Because you just lay there and let everyone else <laughs> rotate around you. You know, just get a lazy Susan and <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're quickly gravitating to what we know instead of what we don't know. Yeah, like the uh, I yeah. So Robbie Rogers uh, <laughs> played for the University of Maryland for a while, and then he signed for Hearing Veen, which is a Dutch team, I guess. Hmm. Um, but didn't actually play for them. And then he came to the United States and played for Columbus Crew. And then he did pretty well and went to Leeds United, which is a big team in the UK. He's actually an American player, but he he went and played in in the UK. And then he left. He said that he was retiring in 2013 at the age of 25, partially because he had a bunch of injuries, and then at that time also said, and I'm gay. So. <laughs> One uh, of his many injuries. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, huh. um, so then he moved back to the United States. I'm sorry. I'm still just on the <laughs> many injuries and he was gay. Yeah. yeah. I have a bruised pelvis. I've got a torn meniscus. My earlobe doesn't hang right. So I'm going to quit. Oh, by the way, also I'm gay. It's unrelated. Yeah. So okay, that's fine. Do what you want to do, Robbie. Uh, he, he, yeah. I mean, I think that they were separate, more separated than oh. I made them sound. It was like I've had a bunch of injuries and I'm not doing so hot, and I'm retiring from soccer. BT dubs I'm gay, and <laughs> like anyway, anyway. Um. So then he got involved with the Los Angeles Galaxy. In the MLS. <laughs> got involved. Sounds sexual. Well, I so he just... started training with them as a quote-unquote special guest in 2013. And he was still officially retired, but he was, like, training with them. Okay, something uh, else that makes soccer sound gay. You can have special guests. Like, that sounds like <laughs> special guest star Betty White. You know? Like, <gasps> what if she played soccer? That would be so amazing. Oh, my God. She would just die. That would be, that would be what does it. Yeah. Or she kick the or shit she, out of the soccer she'd ball do amazing at and that too, like, do she's a amazing at everything yeah and won't die um so he said that he had made the decision to return after speaking in front of a crowd of 500 at an lgbt youth event in portland oregon during which he quote seriously felt like a coward like he mm-hmm. felt like being gay but not playing soccer and then talking to all of these gay kids that he that made him feel 
cowardly. He felt like a puto. <laughs> wow. Uh, puto, puto? Um, he told USA Today Sports, quote, these kids are standing up for themselves and changing the world, and I'm 25. I have a platform and a voice to be a role model. How much of a coward was I to not step up to the plate? So he... It's so awesome. I keep interrupting. You. Yeah, it's good. Um, I, I mean, if it just, just was like Mike talks and then Kyle talks, uh, like what would the point be? Well, a handful of people would like us better. <laughs> but I think like I like that kids can, are currently role models. I feel like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everyone that's an adult is a fucking moron right now. And we're inspired by kids. The just, Parkland shooting victims are like making gun control happen. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and you can... You see, I went, I was like doing this panel on gay something or other. I don't remember. And <laughs> go ahead. Like I do. Yeah. Um, and someone was like, oh, could you tell us which pronouns you go by? Someone in the audience, which none of us did. Like they're yeah. the like um, part of me is like, why don't y'all come up here and we'll ask you questions yeah, about sure. this. But like, it's so cool. And it's awesome that, yeah, like young people coming out is so inspiring. And that's, I like it. Yep. 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 No, I, I totally agree. The next generation is amazing. They're fantastic. Anybody who shits on them is shitting in their own mouth. Okay. Whoo, that was a thinker. <laughs> um, he contacted the LA Galaxy coach, Bruce Arena, who extended him an invitation to train in Los Angeles. So he trained with them for a while and then they agreed to terms. And then he actually played on May 26th, 2013. He played his first match as a substitute for the LA Galaxy in a 4 0 win over the Seattle Sounders. Hmm. And then uh, that made him the first openly gay man to play in a top North American professional sports league. So, according to this article, he was the first person to male to be out and play for any team nhl nba nfl mls mlb um csi (laughs) fbi yes yeah um now jason collins is a is a potential retort to that but jason collins actually came out earlier in the month but was a free agent at the time of his announcement so and then robbie played first so it just hmm I wonder if, like, one influenced the other by, like, you know, if that had anything to do with each other. Well, apparently, so so Robbie Robbie had come out as gay as he was leaving Leeds United and moving back to the United States, and Jason Collins called him to ask him for advice <gasps> about being out and gay and how to deal with the media. So, yeah, they knew each other and were sort of buddies. I love that so much. Like, well, it, it's shitty that there has to be, like, such a small club of people who've done that that like he can be like i'm gonna call that one other dude right yeah but that makes that like kind of warms my heart then they can like you know that they found each other yeah yeah we found gay in a hopeless sports (laughs) (laughs) um i thought this was interesting too in march of 2013 um in an interview with the guardian robbie said that he retired to avoid the pressure and scrutiny from the press and fans which he called the circus he said quote are people coming to see you just because you're gay? Would I want to do interviews every day where people are asking, so you're taking showers with guys? How's that? <laughs> which, which is totally true. <laughs> um, but how is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in 2014, he became the first openly gay male athlete to win a pro sports title 
when the Galaxy were crowned MLS Cup champions. Oh, you did it. And then in 2017, he retired permanently due to injuries and then got married. To a boy. To a boy. Whew. That's Robbie Rogers. He's beautiful and amazing. And I love him. Aww. And now he's a television producer. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, I have a pitch for you, Robbie. Gayish. The TV show. Yeah. It's... We'll work out all the details later. I'm injured. I'm gay. Help me. I'll play winger. <laughs> I'll defense your end. Me? Yeah, you. Oh, Robbie is not short. He's 5'10". Okay. Go I, ahead. Go ahead. Are they... You said that... Are they actually known for being short? I always thought so, but maybe I'm full of it. Oh, I don't know. Um, well, you told me about that guy. So I'm yep. going to tell you about another gay soccer guy. Okay. Colin Martin. Colin Martin. Yeah. He... Uh, Never trust a man with two first names. Okay. Well... Then he might. Then he's not gay. Never mind. Let's wrap this story up. Um, he plays for the Un- the Minnesota United. Okay. First of all, yeah. that's a horrible name. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The United. What's is is, is it the airline? Is it just like they drag the opposing team off the field and somebody, bloody them? Somebody out there listening to this, if it is a true soccer fan, is just knows the answer and is going to explode. Do you think... But I know that lots of soccer teams are whatever United. Like, uh, Manchester United is, like, the big... Oh, that's true. There's Leeds United, which was the team that Robbie played on. So, I guess... Maybe... Okay, you're right. Maybe it's the Minnesota part that I'm reacting to. Yeah. Um, no gay people in Minnesota. What are you going to do in Minnesota besides talk funny and ice fish? Um, there, he was a midfielder. Uh, so, like, if you think of the field, he's in the middle. Great. Okay. Just explaining that to you. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so he came out on their Pride Night. So there's like a, a yeah Pride Night game where they played a different team. That was a well-timed self-awakening. Well, was it? Okay. I don't know. Tell me. That's the question I ask it <laughs> in my high-pitched question voice. Um, there's then I saw I saw that then I saw oh also so now I need to rethink this quote. Outsports said quote. Only openly gay male, oh, active player in any major pro sports league in the U.S. I was, in my mind, that was the first, but mm. no. So he's the only active one. When was this? It was like a hot second ago. It okay. was like a week ago. Okay. Like, or something very recent. Okay. Um, Which is true. Like, there are, in all of those, that alphabet soup that I said earlier, I don't, I can't think of any other out gay players in any of those. No. So, like, this dude's the only one. Yeah, which is not so bazoinkers. Like, I yeah. can't... It's one out of... It's not It's not true, but the only out one. It's, it's because gays just aren't as good at sports. That's true. We're too busy flailing our wrists and worrying about the uniforms yep. to <laughs> really focus on kicking the ball. All of those butts and dicks around. Yeah, <laughs> you just get so distracted. You're like hey you should go score and they're like no i already did and they're like no 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 get the Points. ball in the yeah um okay so then i saw an article by our favorite co-founder of outsports kid ziegler kid ziegler i've decided his name is kid now k c y d kid c y d kid rock ziegler okay the article was he didn't play this is not a quote he didn't play that night what why not he was busy coming out of the closet. Well, oh, actually, 
that's part of the like what the discussion is about because like distraction like not being able to focus is an excuse that people often use as a reason not to play gay sports players some people say that's why it's a reason for gays not to be in the military for women exactly. not to be in the military for, for trans, trans people not to be in the military yeah it's um, a distraction yep affects it's, readiness yeah this article from Outsports, who I trust out, I feel like if you're reading sports, gay sports news, you should read Outsports. Because, like, just read it from... I like getting the take of queer people talking about queer things, you know? You like taking it from queer people? You know, it's just way better than people you don't know how they're going. Great. Um, <laughs> LA Times, more like LA Times Out, while I go read this Outsports article. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. No. Okay. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Um, he had been out for a year and his team fully supported him. He usually started. So that's part of the like, wait, what did he, um, but he didn't always. And based on this matchup, he, the manager picked another dude. Uh, Martin said, quote, maybe he thought he being the, the club manager, maybe he thought I had a lot going on today. So that's kind of the like distraction Part mm -hmm, of it mm -hmm, is like mm -hmm. that being the reason is kind of like, eh. but then also like Martin did say like he was really busy. He was doing media interviews and everything. <laughs> I've never, I've just never related to someone so much as when he said what the article said out sports article said, quote, Martin was so busy giving media interviews on Friday that he was unable to take his usual game day nap, <laughs> <laughs> which <laughs> I get you. I get it. <laughs> I love it. I understand you and just hang out on the sidelines. Just maybe take a nap on the ground, not on a your... naked nap with a friend. <laughs> I'll be your friend. Up your butt. And apparently, so out that it said like that's why Outsports recommends not coming out on game day, which I don't know. Outsports rec had recommendations for coming. Because they're out. a checklist. I well. <laughs> For the for the ones of people <laughs> that are out, I guess they have advice for them, which is not come out on game. They recommend coming out in the off season, um, and I'm I could understand so that they can fire you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Well, like at first, I was like, oh, that's annoying. Like, oh, he's going to be so distracted because he's so gay. But like, well, and then I was like, oh, but he literally was giving all these interviews all day and his routine was messed up. Yeah. So maybe it's legitimate. But then the other, then a third, these, these are the roller coaster of waves and going back and forth. And then the third part of me was like, yeah, do they like, Oh, a football player, you just beat up your wife and got thrown in jail. Like you shouldn't play. Like no one else does that. It's only for gay things, apparently, or kneeling, apparently being gay or kneeling which, which is not go, they go together they go <laughs> hand and dick um they like other things are not treated like this if someone right. was giving a media interview because they you know shot up heroin and crashed a car no one would pull them because of all the media interviews they did they yeah like oh but being gay is too much going on i think that yes there was a lot going on for him and also is that the standard we hold other people to which uh, so the article in out sports which i trust more than other non-gay things was very clear like they don't think the team's homophobic they don't think you know the players have been very supportive the manager's been supportive uh, but this idea of using distraction as a reason like is that the reason or 
you know, did he just not really play based on merits or, yeah. you know, there's, there's just a lot of questions that you can never get answered. Preguntas por putos. <laughs> Is that our new segment? <laughs> Segments for faggots. <laughs> faggots. <laughs> when were you last distracted? Um, I think that's all I have about soccer. Okay. I have one more segment. Okay. It's the same thing we did for hockey. I have soccer terms that oh. sound like porn. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this? Is this, this might be our segment, uh, Preguntas por Putos. <laughs> Question for a faggot. Great. All right. What's up? What do you got for me? Wait, what am I doing? Am I defining the word? Yeah. For, so I'm going to hit you with a term that is an actual soccer term. Mm-hmm. Then you going to say what you think it actually means in the context of soccer. Okay. And then we're both going to talk about, but it's pretty gay. What does it really mean? <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so first up is first touch. Uh, the first person to touch the ball in like the kickoff thing that they have at the beginning. It's a skill <clears throat> attribute for a player, which signifies their ability to bring the ball completely under control immediately upon receiving it. So when you kick it to them, there's no like, Oh, what am I doing? Like, first touch, they're in control yeah. of the ball. Yeah. Now, f- first touch, for me, I was when I was 30. <laughs> With the guy at work. Oh, at work? Yeah. At, but at, while you were at work? Yeah. <gasps> Your first touch was with a guy at work at work? Yeah. <gasps> Fuck soccer. What do you... I don't know this. Oh. Well, I, I knew it was the guy at work, but I didn't know it was at work. Yeah. Where? Where? Well, first on the bus. Well, that's not work. And then in the little, like, the um, the place where, like, uh, cyclists go. Like, there's lockers and a shower downstairs. You so fucked that... in the shower? No, we didn't fuck, but I definitely touched it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first touch, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's much gentler than the... Next is box to box. It's when, I'm going to guess, it's when the goalie kicks the ball from their side, the box of their side of the goal, to the other side which of the, of the, um, of the field where there's that box. Box-to-box is a term used to describe players with the ability to influence the game both defensively and offensively, offensively or more generally at both ends of the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, was that... Gay definition not obvious, right? It it's it's like someone who can fuck your mouth as well as they can fuck your ass. Oh, both sides equally as good. Oh, oh, I just thought that that's uh, when lesbians dance. <laughs> <laughs> box to box. Never mind. You're right. You're so right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next is straight red. I'm gonna guess a flag on the play that's so obvious that it just they just go red there's no yellow in between a penalty given by the referee in punishment for a serious offense that is deemed to be worse than a booking and results in immediate sending off of the player that's what i said right yes so knowledgeable about soccer yeah yeah go team sorry what was I've, straight red straight red it's like <laughs> oh no it's the first time when you're still in the closet so you're supposedly straight and you have sex up the butt and then it's just bloody it's just <laughs> you're just straight red <laughs> okay Ooh, um sorry no, no um <laughs> it's just ed sheeran 
Why? Oh, uh, wait. Is he still straight? I think so. Oh, I thought he was bi now. Is he bi now? Wait, who am I thinking of? I don't know. Mr. A, does he... Uh, Jason Mraz. Oh, are they different people? They are different people. Are we sure of that? I, they share the same brain, but it, they're two different bodies. Okay. Okay. False nine. <laughs> I can't. Hold on. <laughs> oh, is it when the goalie comes out of the his thing and then like plays like he can't pick it up, but he plays like a regular player? So it's like there are nine people in the field. Uh, a center forward who regularly drops back into midfield to disrupt opposition marking. Not at all. Okay, false nine. Shave your pubes. Take it from a good angle. Yeah. You can call it nine all day. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have a better one? Um, I'm going to go with nine-inch strap-on. Oh, you're taking an aggressive lesbian stance. I know. In this episode. I feel like they're underrepresented this episode. Yeah? We need more ladies being ladies? I, I, I can think of nothing more lesbianic than soccer. And, like, maybe softball, right? Or yeah. or roller derby. Volleyball? Like, But, like, we should have talked about lesbians. Oh, well. Okay, next. I did a little. Well, okay. Fergie time. I'm sorry. Fergie time? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it when you get out on the field and pee yourself a little? (laughs) (laughs) It's when when the person who sings the national anthem, you just like (laughs) shut up and play. (laughs) Like you're clearly bad at that. Maybe you'll be good at soccer. (laughs) Okay. I listened to the Fergie national anthem. Yeah. I don't think it's as bad as everyone made it out to be. I'm sorry. You're wrong. No, she. Okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, Fergie time is the idea that Manchester United, when managed by Sir Alex Ferguson, Fergie got what rival fans consider to be generous or excessive added time when Ferguson's team was losing, particularly at home. Mm. So it's like, because at the end of the game, they put more time on the clock because of penalties. Mm-hmm. And so Fergie, his team got a fuck ton of extra time at the end when they were doing poorly and mm. they thought that it was an unfair amount of time. Huh. I think Fergie time yep. is. It's when one of the soccer teams makes the girls go loco. When they're up in the gym just working on their fitness? Yep. Uh, Fox in the box. A a sneaky player hiding and they steal the people that they don't, that they, I don't know. (laughs) A type of striker primarily known for excellent scoring ability and movement inside the penalty area. Hmm. What's the gay Fox in the box? Gay fox in the box is um, when you, uh, someone's like, all right, we're going to fuck. And you're like, great, hold on. And then like you pull out of your ass, like a dildo that was shoved so far up. No one saw it. (laughs) (laughs) That was your fox in the box. Yeah. Yeah. It's the fox that's in your box. Okay. What do you think? I think it's like pup play. Uh Uh-huh. But lesbians don't do it as if they were dogs. They do it as if they were foxes. Oh, yeah. And they just put that big old long fox nose up up in their vagina. You think they go nose? Nose first? Yeah. Nose dive yep. right in there? Nose blasting. Nose blast. In a furry outfit. <laughs> okay. That's fair. And then they play... Uh, what's that? Then they play uh, Star Fox. Yeah, exactly. I loved that game. I know. So good. Uh, give and go. 
it's in soccer. I think it's where you pass it to another player and then run up so that they can pass it to you. Player one passes the ball to player two, runs past an opponent, whereupon they immediately receive the ball back from player two, who has received, controlled, and passed the ball in one movement. That's pretty much exactly yep. what I said, you did right? real good. Real good. Yep. Give and go. I mean, well... Tops on grinder. Sh- <laughs> or it's like <laughs> when someone licks come out of your ass <laughs> you know you it's like you player one passes it to player two and then immediately gets it back is it a strategy for when an uggo asks you for your number <laughs> you give and go like give a fake the wrong number <laughs> and then go yeah i think yeah all of these are good uh keepy uppy <laughs> i don't buy it that, is that a real thing? Yep. Soccer? Yep. Oh, is it like the game where you try to keep the soccer ball off the ground? The skill of juggling a football, keeping it off the ground using the feet, the knees, the chest, the shoulders, or the head. Okay, so again, we're just going to go with I got it, right? No. Okay. Real okay. close. Okay. Yeah. No, I... You did great. Mm. Well, it's not like... it's like You made it sound like hacky sack, like you're not playing soccer. You're just like fucking around with a soccer ball. This is like actually during the game, the skill of keeping it in the air hmm. but you were like 99 percent there it's so hard to get you to like certify you know me because as i hate you <laughs> it's true i don't know why i'm still surprised by this uh keep that's what i call my viagra <laughs> it's when by the way i don't have viagra my mis- dick works great the mi- well I- it used to not Ooh, uh Okay, um, I'm going to go... <laughs> when I was real depressed, my dick didn't work. Oh. And I've been feeling pretty good lately. Oh. And my dick works. I've it's been, great. I've been getting random, not random, but erections when my boyfriend and I talk about our future together. Oh, that's weird. I know. Right? It's like, you're not a uh, gangbang porn scene. Like, why am I... Yeah, like, talk to your penis. You're not part of this. You're. This is not about you. <laughs> It was about love and logic. Um, I think keepy uppy is when you have a gangbang where like the bottom never touches the ground. You like hold him <laughs> up and literally pass him from person to person. I think I've seen that porn. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, feeder club. Oh, it's a non-professional team that feeds into the professional soccer team. Correct. You're giving it all to me. Yes, hundred percent. A plus, top of the class. You heard it here, folks. I gave it all to Kyle. <laughs> um, I kept it in here because of like the whole like chubbies and chasers dynamic, which we should talk about sometime on the show. Oh, sure. Um, but yeah, the there's there's feeders are the people who like to keep their significant other fat by feeding them. <gasps> and whoa, wait, is this a real thing? Now? Yeah, you're not doing the fake definition. No, we're, we're like we need to talk about feeders someday. Like like chubbies and chasers and feeders and and that whole that whole thing there's a whole kink about it um and so i just think this is like there's like a support group for all of the feeders they get together and they have feeders club and they just talk about like what's the best casserole to keep your man fat and then (laughs) i feed him just whipped cream right out of the bottle it's amazing it's so hot like it's feeders club uh what i'm I'm surprised you didn't know this was a thing because I figured you would have signed up for it by now. <laughs> Wait, well, I want someone to feed me, but right. I don't want them to feed me till I'm 
What if they're into that? What if like the fatter you got, the more Jack was like, God damn, you're so fucking sexy. No. Eat some more Oreos. No. Here's some Domino's. Fucking yeah. Pound on the weight. I love it. <laughs> One. You just described my internal like conscious. Like you didn't I don't need anyone else to do that cuz I already got someone telling me to do that and that's me. No, I don't feel good about myself when when I'm at a larger weight which is currently. <laughs> that's not true. That is true. Oh, okay. Um seal dribble. It's, oh, wait, sorry, I'm doing the soccer version. Mm -hmm. Seal dribble? It's like when you are dribbling the ball, like, back and forth real quick. Um, The player flicks the ball up from the ground onto their head and proceeds to run past opponents while bouncing the ball on top of their forehead, somewhat imitating a seal. Is that, I've never seen anyone do that, and I so want to. Yeah. That sounds incredible. Yep. And hilarious. Yep. Uh, seal dribble is when you walk home and you think the cum's going to stay up there, but then it starts to spill out. <laughs> you broke the seal. The seal, like, it's not working. It's dribbling. I think it's when Heidi Klum's man has come for the fourth time that day and, like, all there's left <laughs> is just a dribble. <laughs> You're like, babe, this cum is going to be, like, one ejaculate. I don't know. Did they break up? That joke is not funny if they're broken up. I mean... Uh, oh no, they divorced in 2014. Well, fuck. So, Mike, straightest thing, outdated pop cultural references. I agree. You should know she's now married to Captain Crunch. Last but not least, playing in the hole. I can't. I just. <laughs> why would? Okay. Um, it, is it a bored soccer player who's playing in a divot in the ground while everyone else actually <laughs> runs around? Uh, the hole is the space on a pitch between the midfield and forward. In formations where attacking midfielders, midfielders or deep-lying forwards are used, they are said to be playing in the hole. I think playing in the hole is just what you yell when you're bottoming and you came and the top is taking forever. And just like, you're just playing in the hole. Stop it. I came, I clearly am moving on in my head to the work that I have to do later. I got some laundry. Stop laying in the hole. I like that. Get to work. Get to work. Let's get down to business. Give me your lovelies and then I'll get out of here. Should we take a break? (laughs) Let's take a break. Let's take a break. (laughs) This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It sure is. Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Okay, we talked about this the last time we recorded an ad, and I said I thought I would do cooking. Uh Uh-huh. I actually did. I talked to my therapist, and she was like, what would you do for an extra hour? And I said I would cook, and so I did. This weekend on Saturday, I made a recipe I'd never made before. It was French onion mac and cheese, and it was delicious. Well, if you want to improve your mental health, be a podcaster and record an ad about mental health. Yeah. (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash gayish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gayish. 
Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash gayish. French onion mac and cheese. That's what makes me happy. Yum. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Do you remember when prep came out and it was a game changer? Oh, my God. Biggest news. We were all excited to get our hands on it. Well, it's happening again. (laughs) It is. Imagine a world where STIs are no more. Doxypep is what we're talking about, everybody. You can get Doxypep from Shameless Care, and Doxypep has been proven to be up to 90% effective at stopping STIs like chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. It's just like PrEP was for HIV, but now for all of those other things, too. And where can you get this? You can get it from Shameless Care as a top telemedicine provider with board-certified physicians across 50 states. They have a mission of making DoxyPep accessible and affordable. Answer some medical questions on the website, and one of their physicians will prescribe DoxyPep to you. Viola is shipped straight to your door in discreet (laughs) packaging. And DoxyPep at Shameless Care is crazy affordable, just $109 a year. That covers the online evaluation, the medication, and the shipping. So if you're ready to rewrite your story and discover the joy of carefree intimacy, visit shamelesscare.com slash gayish to take control of your sexual health. That is shamelesscare.com slash gayish. Your liberation is waiting. Be sure to use lube. Hey there, podcast listeners. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And we're your hosts of A Piece of Pie, the queer film podcast. Every episode, we're going to take two movies or more, compare them, contrast them, and talk about them. Sometimes we talk about things like Terrence Malick and his use of handheld cameras or his sparse dialogue. And sometimes we talk about Alex Garland and how he mirrors things in both story and visuals. Sometimes we just talk about Chris Evans and his butt. Or Meryl Streep and how she might have farted her way to an Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So join us. We're on Stitcher. Google Play, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Grinder. Uh, that might just be you, James. <laughs> Maybe. Are we back? We're back. We're back. We <laughs> dribbled a little bit. Yeah, we did. Made some shots. We blew a seal. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't the. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna do our gays and straightest. We're gonna do our gays and straightest, but first. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash gayishpodcast. And everything else is like whatever the thing slash gayishpodcast, like YouTube and Twitter and Instagram. Our hotline, we get text messages and voicemails, is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Uh, and email us at gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And we are now on spotify yeah we're on spotify so if you're not listening to this because we're not on spotify if you're one of our new listeners on spotify give us a spot go fuck yourself we'll fire you i don't know (laughs) (laughs) anyway gays and straightest let's do our gays and straightest uh so i'll go first the straightest thing about me this week i think uh, i had a lot of help uh, around the apartment here on sunday to clean up after just like years of shit slowly piling up and i'm a little bit of a hoarder like just a little bit yeah it looks great in here oh thanks um and thank our friends because a lot of them did a lot of work yeah um and there were multiple times when there was like move a piece of furniture open up a box look in a drawer and somebody would just make the most disgusted looking face (laughs) that i've ever seen like what the 
fuck is that? Yeah. What the fuck is in here? Holy shit! Look at the size of this hairball. Like <laughs> I just and I I felt I feel like straight guys kind of live loose and dirty. It, and, um, <laughs> you're the gay guys that live loose and dirty. <laughs> no, it's like when anyone looks in my shower, it's just like that that kind of reaction. So yeah, I know what you're talking about. I did not get the gay OCD. Mm. Everything is spick and span all the time. Gene, it's just not in here. Yeah, yeah, I totally feel you. Uh, the gayest thing about me this week, uh, last night I watched the Power Rangers movie. <gasps> it's so many rainbows and colors. And um, Who's the hottest ranger? Um, what's the, what the fuck is his name? Irrelevant. What color is he? The, the Power Ranger thing, not the... Oh, the black one. Okay. Who's Asian? They, they had to do that on purpose, I'm sure. Yeah. They're the, like, we can't keep doing white as white. And the blue one is black. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, the Blue Ranger is an African American. The Black Ranger is an Asian American. Um, my gayest thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it until afterwards, but I had Mexican. Like I ate a burrito and then bottomed. Oh, okay. And I think that's due to severe sphincter control. Wow. <laughs> strong, strong, solid sphincter. I don't know. Your ass is strong like bull. Yeah. <laughs> You're prepping for your if you just say everything in that kind of like tone and accent <laughs> then the russians will understand you for sure he's american is very smart <laughs> <laughs> like bull he's smart like bull <laughs> just compare everything to, ah this train is very sturdy like bull <laughs> oh your city is beautiful like bull <laughs> I love this. Uh, my straightest thing is that I noticed when standing in an elevator, mm-hmm. well, one, I do the like, you know, you fan out. You Like in an elevator, you're expected to fan out, especially with dudes. Like you're, you know, you can't be like right by each other. You got to be in the corners. I'm going to stress you out. Oh, no. What do you do? I love getting on an elevator, standing in the middle and facing the wrong direction. And it stresses people out. It visibly stresses them out. Do you actually do that, though? I've heard yeah. of that as a like a study on... You actually do that? Yeah, I did it. I, I mean, not currently because I don't work. But when I worked in my office building, I would always, always do that. Yeah. What did people do in that? In that? Uh, well, a couple of people that knew me like called me out on it. They're like, what the They're fuck like, are you doing? Fucking face the front of the elevator, you weirdo! <laughs> did anyone actually face the back, like the study? No, 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 no. Oh, no you no, need no. Like, probably like a few people to make that happen. I also wouldn't do it if I was the only one on the elevator hmm like i can't turn a whole tide of a crowd of people hmm. nor was i trying to that's what hitler thought <laughs> until <laughs> <laughs> he invaded france huh? um uh, elevator uh, fan out oh yeah so people. not only do i fan out when i get there with which i think is like you know a s- straight thing like we can't be too close to each other mm-hmm. but we're even on opposite sides when like other people get in this then i feel uncomfortable and other people get in and we don't like get back into our huddle in our group because then you're talking to people across the elevator through people that aren't part of you but it yeah. feels it's apparently okay to be by yeah. strangers and not your friends it's this whole weird dynamic that i'm part of but feel weird about but to still do yeah and i think it's my leftover straightness yeah yeah, oh, I I get that. Yeah. I get that. I think elevators are fascinating. <laughs> you do. That's that's a very Mike thing to be fascinated by. I feel like. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. So that's it. That's it. Uh, this has been Gage. A special thank you, as always, to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. 
and thank you to the two gay guys whose names I now forget that plays soccer. Robbie Rogers. And Colin Martin. And Colin Martin. Thanks for coming out. Thanks. Everyone else should come out. Yeah, good game. The g- good um, game. game. Good game, bro. Uh, and uh, thank you to Tom Daly and Dustin Les Black's baby mama. Yeah. And thank you to the future Russians that don't kill you. We appreciate that. And thank you to our audience because you're fantastic. Oh my god, they're great. Yes. Uh, thank you to the dude who drew an amazing or drew or posted an amazing thing that he made of uh, Jesus wearing our shirt, riding a unicorn who's pissing rosé. There's just anyway you the can layers. See it in the- There's so many layers. <laughs> it's deep, like our podcast. Uh, but yeah, that, yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, I be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. Don't dribble. Improvise and I advise back it up and hear me as I will sing. Hey, and by the way, do you hear what your words bring? Oh.